The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to read a tweet uh, uh, to you, uh, if I can, to kick things off. Uh, Part of the renewal of O'Connell Street should be demolishing that horrible spike. It is so unpardonably ugly that it just screams street we don't care about. The spike is, of course, the spire. And the tweet is from Michael Kelly, writer for the Irish Catholic. Michael, you're welcome to the show. Uh, Hi, Karen. Good evening. What's the problem with the spire? You know, it really crystallised for me a few years ago when I had uh, Italian friends of mine who were in Dublin and uh, I was lucky enough to have lived in Rome for, for a long time. So I have quite quite a number of Italian friends and uh, they said to me, it was quite interesting as I was uh, touring the Miranda O'Connell Street and explaining about the GPO and about how, for example, you know, the GPO in some ways is so important in the story of our country and the birth of the nation. And actually, I hadn't even considered the spire, but we were walking past it and they said, what's that? I said, oh, that, that, that's the spire. And then one of them said, well, what does it mean? And actually, I was really actually quite red-faced when they asked me that because it suddenly dawned on me that it actually doesn't mean anything, that it's, uh, you know, outside the GPO and uh, it simply is just this uh, vast stainless steel structure which really uh, points at nothing. So I suppose that's what crystallised it for me. I hadn't really considered the spire either way up until that point, but I suppose it was a little bit of uh, dented national pride in front of my Italian mate. So uh, is your issue that it, it, it's kind of meaningless, it doesn't symbolise anything, or that, that it's ugly? The tweet would suggest it's, it's more the latter... I think both, uh, to be honest. I mean, I, I think it, I think, I think it is ugly. I mean, I think stainless steel is probably not, uh, you know, a form of material that most people would associate with beauty. It's something that uh, I suppose has a certain, uh, utility when it comes to, uh, to, 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 to saucepans in our houses uh, and stuff like that. But, uh, I, I guess the, uh, the, the meaning issue was only brought into sharp focus for me when my Italian friends asked me what in fact it does mean. And, I had that sinking feeling of realising that it doesn't mean anything. In the main thoroughfare of our city centre, we erected something to commemorate the millennium, which uh, actually just just doesn't mean anything. And I think when you go to other cities and you look at just how important the, those monuments are uh, all around the world, it's, uh, I think, a little bit embarrassing just to realise that our, our, our central one in the main thoroughfare doesn't mean anything. Does it, does it represent aspiration, pointing up to the heavens like that? I mean, that, that's, that's possible. I don't know if that was the, the original design brief. Um, I, I really don't. But I would have thought if there was some kind of aspiration around that in terms of pointing up to the heavens, the idea might have been to maybe be a little bit more creative and at least make it a viewing platform, at least make it something that people could enter and go up and see around the city and then actualize a bit of, uh, a, a bit of that sense of uh, seeing Dublin from, from that height, maybe getting a, a, a wider vision of the city and maybe being able to uh, experience uh, that aspiration for the heavens if that, if that was in fact part of the uh, part of the original ideal from the city council. Luke McManus is with us as well, the documentary maker. Luke, I understand you, you, you're a fan of the Spire, is that right? Yeah, I was reading an article in the Irish Times about O'Connell Street. You know these articles they run every year or so, uh, given out about the amount of working class people on O'Connell Street. The Irish Times hate that, you know. But anyway, um, they talked about the Spire as a structure that Dubliners find hard to love. Uh, and a poor substitute in terms of its aesthetics for Nelson's Pillar. So, I mean, this didn't mean anything to me. So I stuck up a poll on Twitter, and not the most scientific thing to be doing, but um, 
A solid 75% of people came back saying that they liked the spire. And funny enough, I was poking around there, I found a journal article where someone stood there and asked 100 people what they thought of it, and 90% of them liked it. So the question of whether it's popular among Dubliners, it appears to not be popular among feature writers, but among ordinary people and the actual people of the city, it seems to be increasingly popular. As to its meaning, that is a fascinating insight perhaps into Michael as much as it is into the spire because the beauty of something like this is its meaning is different depending on the person looking at it you bring your own meaning to the table and what the spire represents to me is a shedding of the dark ghosts of the past and a movement into a sort of bright tolerant and diverse future something that is elegant European cosmopolitan modern uh, that reaches up into the sky but also provides a meeting point for people. When you go there, you see people from all around the world meeting up. It's a real wonderful um, locator for people who just moved to the city. And you see that from the amount of uh, people from outside Ireland who, who gather at its place to meet each other. And I think that's what's so great about the Spire is that it does represent something very universal. Michael, a, a, a marketing executive couldn't have written a better pitch for the Spire. Are you not convinced? I mean, Luke, uh, Luke, Luke says it's very, uh, very European feeling. I mean, I, I've lived in several countries in Europe over the years, and I, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, so I, I, I don't know exactly what that means, for example. I mean, look, I'm delighted if Luke well, sees something beautiful in it. I was just in Brussels there, and I went to the Atomium, which was a classic abstract representation of modernity clad in, I believe, stainless steel uh, that was produced for the World's Fair. And, and it's a wonderfully... Uh, sort of uh, beautiful but also strangely quirky uh, symbol to the city and and you know you go to berlin there's a tv tower you go to st louis there's lewis there's an arch you know the sydney opera house uh, these structures that are slightly divisive and slightly mm. challenging are, are the, part of sophisticated the, capital city life the, yeah a, i mean they're fairly unlikely to be to be listed along with uh, you know caravaggio or bramante or michelangelo when we're talking about the history of western art so look you know what, what the, these things are received in the manner proper to the person who's receiving them so look, i'm delighted that people people like it and uh, luke obviously likes it and uh, and that's great but i i mean i i don't see it particularly as uh, as a thing of beauty in terms of what people in dublin think about it. I would suspect most people are fairly indifferent to it, to be honest. I mean, I never really hear anyone gushing about how important it is. And look, I mean, it doesn't keep me up at night how ugly it is either. Um, so I, I think it's important to uh, to keep that in mind as well. What would you prefer to see in terms of, uh, you know, public art installations or, or monuments like that, Michael? Oh, I think that would be really, really interesting to open that up to uh, public competition. I mean, I know we had the public competition for the naming of the Rosie Hackett Bridge, for example, and I think it would be really, really great to actually, if we were going to replace the monument, that we would open that up to the people of the country and say, look, what does 21st century Ireland mean to us? What does the country mean to us today, like a century on from the independence of the southern part of the country? I mean, what, what, what is our confident vision for the future? What is Irishness? Uh, 
nowadays, you know, in a very, very diverse culture where, I mean, nearly 20% of the people who live in Dublin now were not born uh, on, on, on this island. So that obviously creates a hugely different and, and powerful, I mean, powerful dynamic. So I think it'd be really yeah. interesting to open that up to people and say, look, you know, come in with this vision and okay. let, let, let's Let, have a creative conversation around it. Luke? But that's exactly what happened. There was a competition and there was all sorts of uh, proposals, some naughty and some interesting. And we've been through this process, you know, that's that's where the spire came from, exactly that. So it's a great idea, Mike. So there, so there was a widespread desire for it, was there at the time of the millennium? I mean, I, I don't really remember, but uh, there, there may well, have been. I didn't hear anyone speak about it. The, pillar, the replacement of the pillar has been a live issue since the 60s, obviously, and then sure. it went through a few different processes. There was the Anna Livia statue, which was widely regarded as a failure. Um, so it's now in a little park down by Houston Station and it's actually worth a visit. It looks a lot more home there in, in the middle of a pond, but it was in a kind of nasty uh, pink granite uh, cage when it was on O'Connell Street. So there was a competition and there was high court cases and there was all sorts of mess went on around this spire. But I'm just looking out the window of the gaff now and I can see it. I'm more than a mile away from O'Connell Street where I live. And mm-hmm. you can see it rising proudly above, above the, the building. So for me, it just it just says hope. Uh, Michael, a, a monument that addresses the, the 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 different things that you listed there. I mean, it, it's necessarily going to be abstract, isn't it? Well, I don't think so. I mean, I I, I think we could. Uh, how how we, would we, you like? You could have a statue of a of an individual that would represent everything you've just talked about, could you? No, but I mean, we we have. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say that at least in the English speaking world, I mean, Irish people are among some of the most creative people in the world. I mean, if we look at the poets, if we look at Nobel literature winners, uh, if we look at uh, filmmakers like Luke. And by the way, I should say that I, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed Luke's North Circular. I think it's a beautiful homage to the city centre. So uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed Thank that. You very much. <laughs> no, you're you very welcome. Me but, to do the plug as well. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> no, that, that's that's a new that's a new one now. Where, where the other guest does the shameless plug. <laughs> you, you can you can slip me a fiver later. <laughs> oh, no problem. You're well, you're well earned at um, <laughs> But but uh, my Luke, I, I want to put the kind of the same point to you. Then I mean to to kind of represent a, a modern Ireland, a diverse Ireland, a kind of an aspirational Ireland. All the all the different things that Michael talked about uh, uh, that he would love to see represented and kind of you know, uh, uh, public monuments or, or, or statues. In your mind, does that necessarily have to be abstract? It probably does, really. I mean, that's why I think it's such a successful solution for the quandary, because everything is so contested now. And there are so many different versions of narratives and so many different perspectives. It's very difficult to come up with a single person or a single image even uh, that could possibly represent the kind of kaleidoscope that is contemporary urban life in Ireland and there are a lot of statues of cross-looking men already uh, on O'Connell Street you know I don't really think another one of them would, would have been a particularly good idea and um, if you look back at some of the rejected designs there's some real nutty ones with like druids and Celtic script and all that kind of stuff but you know I was reading about someone described a thing in Paris as monstrous and ahistoric, and that was called the Eiffel Tower. But they kind of grew up <laughs> love that, you know. So these things tend to get stick in the first um, twenty years of their lives, well, and then they become part of history. And I think when you look at what Dublin, where Dublin was at in the very early twenty first century, after the peace process, with an economic boom and a newfound dynamism, people are going to look at the spire and go, "That's what it was like." 
Well, Pat says, I like the Spire. It took me a while to get used to it, but I think it's impressive. It is different and it is brave and it will be iconic. But Owen and Bray says, it represents to me lavish expense and a monument that means nothing but a pain in the neck as I look up at it. Owen, Pat and everybody else, thank you for your views. 087-1400-106. Luke McManus, documentary maker. Michael Kelly, editor for the Irish Catholic. Gentlemen, thank you both very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.